Miss Michelle here. Hey, welcome to our Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. Man, today is a beautiful day where I live. It's absolutely gorgeous. The sun is shining. Now, we've had a couple really rough days. So we've had a, a heat index of um, almost 110 degrees Fahrenheit. So it's been quite hot. Um, but today is a beautiful day. I'm actually sitting outside on my porch. So if you hear some nature sounds behind me, just say thank you. Um, you're welcome. All right, so today I promise I'm not going to go too long, uh, but I want to share an idea that's kind of been rolling around in my head, and it's based not only in some of the things I've been studying, um, but also some of the experiences I've had lately. And it, it ties in directly with what we've been talking about, about our corner four people, right? So for those of you who haven't had the opportunity to listen to some of the, the previous podcasts, Basically, in a nutshell, we've been talking about four different kinds of people. So corner one people, if you think about this in terms of a square or rectangle, it's just an easy way to remember. Corner one people, um, actually, uh, corner one is a, a place of isolation. So you really don't have connections with anybody. Now, you could be in this corner because of a choice of your own. Right. So a lot of my friends are introverts and and they uh, will put themselves in the corner, so to speak. Um, or you could be in this corner because of maybe some things that you have done or said. Right. And maybe some of your relationships are like, yeah, I don't want to have anything to do with you now. Right. Corner two is a place where there is bad connection. So if you think about um, cell phones trying to connect to a tower, maybe you have static, maybe you're jumping from place to place, maybe you have a break in the service. So corner two relationships are really, um, there's something in the middle of the two people trying to connect. So for example, it could be, um, you know, fighting. It could be uh, criticism. It could be judgment, right? So something is getting in the way. Corner three, uh, we label this the pseudo good corner. So uh, relationships, people, even activities in this corner, they feel good in the moment. However, they leave us wanting more or they leave us actually feeling worse or injured. For example, um, let's say you're in uh, an abusive relationship, right? So you got together with this person for a reason, um, you love each other, but then all of a sudden something happens and that person is no longer loving, right? So in the moment when it feels good, maybe, you know, you go, oh yes, this is good, right? However, it leaves you less than. Or think about it this way. It can be something as simple as, um, you know, how much ice cream you eat. So when you first eat ice cream, you have a few bites, you're like, yes, this is great, right? And then you get down to the end of the tub of ice cream. Then what? Well, it's not so good, right? So it might feel good for a time. However, if you're in that environment or in that place with that person, it's maybe not the best for you. So contrast all of that with our corner four people. So corner fours are... Uh, that's a place where we can have deep, genuine, authentic, honest connection. 
right? So it's not like you have people who are trying to tell you, oh, you're great, you're awesome all the time, right? You have people who are being real with you. So if you're in a situation and, you know, I, I think about some of my mentors who are corner four people, I can either get on the phone or meet with them in person and say, hey man, this is what happened. And I know that they're going to be honest with me and they're going to tell me if I was out of line or they're going to give me tips or suggestions on how to move forward, right? So it's a place where you can come and you can share your goals and your dreams. And that person is there to support, encourage, maybe be your cheerleader, right? Okay, and maybe they have some hard truths to tell you, and there's always a reason. Okay, so that's it in a nutshell. And yes, I understand I repeated that because for those people who haven't listened, you need to hear it the first time. And those who have listened, even the last two weeks as we've been going through and kind of popping in and out on this topic, you need to hear it again. Okay, I know that because I need to hear it again. I need to be constantly reminded about this topic. All right, so what I wanna to talk to you about today is, um, again, corner four people. People here, they give you the right kind of push, okay? So again, they don't come and they just say, oh, you're awesome, you don't have to do anything in your life. They're typically the ones who are spurring you on to bigger and better things, okay? So they're um, pushing you to go farther than you've ever gone before. However, what they do is they want to push you and stretch you to the point of being overwhelmed, but not injured. Excuse me. They don't want you overwhelmed and injured. They want to push you to strive to be better, but they don't want you to be overwhelmed. So let me give you a couple examples. Um, one of them is, is from my kids. You know, I have three children. For those of you who don't know, my youngest is 10. Uh, my, she's my daughter. Love her to death. Love all my kids. But my youngest, there's something about her, her heart, her generosity, her spirit. It's just amazing. Uh, my 12-year-old daughter, Hannah, she's a different breed. But man, she's going to take care of me when I'm older, right? And then my son, Josiah, is almost 15, and he's already driving, so yes, send me your prayers, your thoughts, and all your good vibes. All right, so when my children were little, and they were learning to tie their shoes, I remember, you know, it's not a one-off thing, right? You got to come, you got to try it over and over and over again. And I would remember that I would be sitting there with them and helping them, and each of them was different. So Josiah wanted me to do it for him. Um, and I, you know, so I had to encourage him, come on, you got to do a little bit. But I, I would recognize that when he got to that point of the frustration was too much, then I would step in and I would do it. Okay. Now with Hannah, Hannah's just been independent since she was born. So she didn't need my help at all. Um, <laughs> at least in her opinion. And then my daughter, Ellie, because she's so social, uh, the only way that she would really learn how to tie her shoes was if she was sitting on my lap, right? Any other time when she was to, to do it by herself, she would get overwhelmed, frustrated, and stressed to the point where her brain could no longer work and she couldn't get the task done, okay? So I had to recognize for each one of my kids, how are they different? What is going to encourage and support them what is going to get them to the point where they're 
a little bit frustrated so that they can really learn. So I'm, you know, pulling them out of their comfort zone. And what are the cues that are telling me, ooh, you got to help a little bit more or you got to back off, right? We want corner four people who can come into our life and make us better without injuring us. So these are not folks who, you know, something, uh, a friend of mine not too long ago, um, actually this is about a couple years ago, she unfortunately experienced some abuse in her marriage. Um, and it had gotten to the point where uh, it was no longer a safe place for her and her children. So she got out, um, she got a lot of help. Uh, she ended up having to put a lot of time and energy uh, and, and get a lot of help to be able to be on her own. Uh, I'm so proud of her and I know she's listening. I know you know who you are. And again, I tell you this every time I see you, I love you and you're amazing. You just simply don't even know how amazing you are. All right, so long story short, um, as she's going through this process, you know, the, the one thing that she realizes, again, this is a corner three, so it feels good in the moment, maybe not so good for you, right? Um, what she realizes is that this person, um, in a roundabout way, forced her to be a better person, but it wasn't because of her husband that she got better, okay? It may have created the circumstances or environment for her that was a catalyst to come out of that, but the people that helped her to be better were all of those that came around her and encouraged and supported her in her growth, okay? So I wanna tell you about this really cool thing I just learned in one of the books I was reading. So I've been delving into some like really deep stuff lately and I never ever in my life would have thought that I would be doing this. So I've been reading like quantum physics, nonlinear um, dynamics, chaos theory, it's amazing. Um, in one of my books, I promise I won't bore you, I promise, okay? In one of my books, he was talking about um, chemistry. And he said, you know, if you look at the periodic table of elements, um, there are, and please, for those of you who are more aware in this area, please don't judge me. I may get something wrong. I'm going to try, okay? He says that there are 112 atoms that basically, in the most basic of understanding, they are um, what's called imbalanced. So that means they have an extra proton or electron, and in order to be a balanced composition, they are looking for another atom that can help fulfill that. So if you think about it, uh, the one thing I remember about chemistry from high school is NaCl, sodium chloride, that's table salt, okay? So in order to be a compound, an actual thing in this earth, you have to have um, some sort of compound, right? So it's more than one atom. So they're coming together. And when they come together, uh, so he explains it, that before they come together, they're missing a part. So they're kind of like, they're, they're wobbly. So if you think about it as a two-legged stool, they only have two legs. Well, you can't really sit on a two-legged stool. It's not real stable, right? So they're searching for... Um, let's say another two-legged stool and when they come together they have four legs they're more stable okay make sense 
All right, now this is really cool because there are eight atoms in that periodic table of element that are already stable. They don't have any extra parts, so to speak, so they're not wobbly. They're already stable. They do not need another atom to make them stable. Okay, now here is the, the really, really cool part. So these are um, your, your no, what are called no-book acids. So um, helium, argon, um, neon, <laughs> you can look it up, just Google it, okay? Um, what's really cool is that when you combine one or more of these no-book acids, what happens is they become, uh, I think he calls them excisers, so they, uh, they make each other more. They enhance each other. Okay, so whereas with the other atoms, they complete each other, right? These become more. And if you get enough of them together, they create more. And if you concentrate them, they become a laser that can actually go through a brick wall. I love this, and here's why. Think about this in terms of people. Have you ever met a person that you know right off there's something about them that's a little off or they bring a lot of drama? Or, I mean, think about it in terms of people as far as they're a little wobbly, right? They are searching for, they are looking for people in their life who can help complete them. Okay, and think about what happens when you have one person like this who marries another person like this. It's a highly combustible relationship, right? Now, think about this. Have you ever met a person in your life who, I mean, in general, I'm not saying 100% of the time, but in general, has it all together, right? They've got goals. Like, they love people. They love to be around people. They, they you know, have people on their team, but they don't have to have people. They, if they have a need, they could go and fill that need on their own. They don't have to have somebody else come in and rescue them. You know those kind of people? Yeah. Well, I mean, which one would you say that you are? Now here, here's the kicker. There are 112 loose cannon atoms and only eight noble gases. So if you translate that over into the world of people, there are many more people that are out there wobbly and, you know, chaotic than there are who are put together. Okay? So how does this relate to corner four people? I'm sure you're like, Michelle, I didn't tune in to learn chemistry. That's all right. So Corner four people are like those excisers, like those noble gases. When you are with a corner four person and they're with you and you're both a noble gas and have you ever been somewhere and you're, you have like a big idea conversation with somebody and you know like this is my person, right? If you've never had that kind of a connection, that's my prayer for you, that you would have that and you would know what that feels like. I actually have people that, that do that for me all the time. And so when we come together, I get excited because I have no idea what kind of ideas are going to come 
to me just from having this conversation. Okay, we are noble gases getting together, making each other better. So your homework is to really think about, all right, if you were an atom, which kind of atom would you want to be? Would you want to be those, that atom that is common, um, that is searching for somebody to complete you that's a little bit wobbly? Or do you want to be a noble gas who's already balanced, has a mission, and can make others better? Okay? And as you're going through your day, I just want you to think about how can you be a corner for a person for the people in your life? How can you encourage and support them, really um, draw them into their growth without frustrating or overwhelming or injuring them? Just really want you to think about that, okay? Um, kind of train your brain to start paying attention to some of these interactions that you have with people and say, which corner is this? does this belong in? One, two, three, or four. All right? All right, I hope that this has been um, not only entertaining and funny, and um, but it's gotten you to really think about yourself, about others, about relationships. And if you have gotten something from this podcast, would you do me a favor? Would you think about who in your life needs to listen and just share with them the link. And I, I believe if you're you're on the dashboard right next to this episode, um, there are three little dots and you can click that and you can copy the link. Send it to them via a text or on social media. Um, share because if you're going to be a corner for a person, that's what corner for people do, isn't it? Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, um, take a little time for yourself today uh, and especially think about your thinking. All right, so with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Bye-bye.